When you're navigating the complicated world of real estate, you want someone you can trust holding your hand along the way. Here's just the right person and just the right program. It's the Dan Jemis Real Estate Show. Here's your host and broker owner of the Dan Jemis Real Estate Team, Dan Jemis. Good morning, everyone. 707 on this chilly, chilly Sunday morning. Summer, winter, summer, winter, summer, winter. What is it? We don't <laughs> Prefer really summer. Prefer summer, too, I know. We go from having gorgeous you know, no t-shirt and shorts weather, pretty much, right? To uh, yeah, oh, the come on, we knew we the, knew we'd pay for that. I know. Well, the Canadian geese, right? One day they're, they're flying this way, I know. and then they, <laughs> I saw them flying the other way to this morning. You watch them just going in circles. What is going on? I have Kathy Talbot and Sean LeBlanc in studio with me today. We have uh, lots to talk about, lots of great topics. We're going to cover uh, multiple offers. We're going to talk about, you know, everyone's hearing about this this market right now and how there's multiple offers here, multiple offers there. We'll talk about the best way to handle them. Uh, what can you do to give yourself the best chance? Um, you know, stay relaxed. You know, keep calm. Have a realtor. The biggest thing. <laughs> have a realtor who knows what they're doing. Have a realtor. Yeah, we'll talk about those things. We have the five best cities to live in where houses are under $400,000. We made the list. Yes, we did. I saw that. How exciting. Yeah. So we'll talk about that. Uh, we have 10 emergencies every homeowner should know uh, how to handle. So we'll talk about those things, and uh, I'm sure nine of the ten Dan does not know how to handle. Uh, let's find out. <laughs> let's find out. I've been through a couple of them, one of them for sure. But we'll 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 look at that at that list uh, shortly. And uh, yeah, burst pipe. I don't know. I'd probably just you know call honey. Me. Hold, hold the pipe. I'll go, go call a plumber. Get a bucket. But get a bucket. Um, and then, uh, yeah, we'll talk about our charity event coming up on April 22nd. It is wrapping up. Tickets go on sale March 6th, and we're expecting it to sell out in a couple days. So we'll tell you all about that uh, later on in the show as well. Um, what else? I've got, got, I've got things all over the place. I've got papers everywhere today, this morning. Well, this desk looks but, better than your desk, I have oh, to does say, it? Dan. Yes. I know. Moderately. 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 You know, it's one of those things where I'm a... I'm a neat freak, and I hate having things in places, except for my desk. I have to, because I've always got so many things going on at once, that I just get to the point where I just put that over here, put that over there. Well, Kathy, you know, you're like me. I am? We have a... Well, no, no, Kathy's file system the, yeah. is, is very unique. I shouldn't say that. You're nothing like me. But... <laughs> the, okay, that's true. In a different way, yeah. <laughs> you're just a mess. Hey! <laughs> your, your desk is a mess. Last week I got beat no... up. Today I'm getting beat up. I don't know. What do you mean you got beat up last week? I heard. What? What'd I, you hear? I'm not saying. I, I hope people didn't hear. How beautiful and young you were, yeah, which I was talking right. about. <laughs> in the like office. Fine wine. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Yeah. Oh I know. my gosh. What do you do? Um Yeah. We were out literally in T shirts and you know, nice pants the other day. Well, nice. We were at New Chelly's last weekend, yeah. uh, getting uh frozen yogurt. Look at oh, that. were you? Yeah, it was beautiful. Everybody was out. Tops were down on cars, and everybody oh, yeah. was out walking, and nobody had coats on, and everybody was happy. It, it's just it's awesome. Yeah, everybody's going to be cranky today. <laughs> <Yeah>. Everybody's hibernating <laughs> again. <laughs> oh, boy. We took the kids, uh, the boys out to, um, well, the old Peely Days Inn, the Best Western, yes. now to Leamington Way overnight uh, last Friday yesterday. Night. Yeah, like we, Friday night. Uh, that's two days ago, Dan. Two days ago. What what day are we today? <laughs> um, 
And uh, yeah, had an absolute blast. That was our first time taking the kids. We saw tons of people we knew. Oh, did it's, you? It's a great place just for an you know, overnighter, just a you know half hour away, forty minutes away. Yes. And uh, yeah, the kids love the pool and the slides, and it was a, it was a fun little. Uh, yeah, it looked like it was a lot of fun. Yeah. I see they were on the rock climbing wall. Yes. I didn't see you up wall. very high, Dan. No, I was taking the pictures. <laughs> I made it up. <laughs> the five foot wall. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, it was a good time, and they've got a. Badminton court and pool tables and uh, ping pong tables and uh-huh. all kinds of fun stuff out there. So it's uh, it's a great. We have a lot of friends that just go every you know a few months just to get away and That's bring good. the kids out. That's you know, you, you give a five and a three year old a pool and they're good. Oh gosh, yes. They're good for uh, for a long time. But uh, yeah, so that was uh, that was a good. How about you guys? Nothing exciting. No, my you husband know? is sick, so everyone's sick. Just curled up under a blanket on the couch. That was good. It. Doesn't mind if you're out working then. <laughs> and I don't mind if I'm out there working you go. either. You feel horrible. Uh, to all the women out there, you understand me, right? A hundred percent. I gotta say, oh, next week, next weekend, Nikki is away. Oh yeah, she's I saw going that. to Ottawa with her sister. Yes. And uh, yeah, so you're on your own. Dan's alone with three kids at home. We'll see how that goes. <laughs> we'll see how it you goes. can do it. I, I have no listen. I. I love being a dad and I love being with the kids. It'll be fine. But it's so funny to see everyone's reactions, right? My parents, her parents, everyone is just, you know, well, um, what can we, let's take the kids on, on, uh, on Saturday or on Sunday or on, oh on Friday. Oh my gosh. I'm like, well, I can handle it. It's fine. I can be a father. I'll be. <laughs> okay. What are you going to do with them for the radio show, Dan? I don't mm. know. You're going to bring them in? We'll, we'll bring them in. Let's Special see. guests? Oh, for let's sure. Let's see what happens. Are we going to pre-tape? I don't know. It's very rare we have to pre-tape a show, but we'll yes. have to see. But uh, yeah, so it'll be uh, it'll be fun. We'll have a fun little time. That's We're going cool. to the Spitz game on the Sunday. Taking the boys to the Spitz game on the Sunday. They'll so, like that. It's a lot of fun. Though. Oh yeah, we were there uh, on New Year's Day. Get them on the, the blast, the jumbotron. Yeah. So we'll see. But I will. We'll get through this. <laughs> Daddy and the kids and the three kids. You'll be five, ready for three, work on Monday. Ten month old. Got it. Easy. Piece of cake. Piece of cake. Listen, if you can sell real estate, you can handle three kids. That's right. But yeah, that's what's coming up with my life. Well, if you need Brooklyn on speed dial for some extra babysitting. Yes, Brooklyn. You can call Help. Her. Help. Um, okay, so where do we... We have lots of topics to cover today, uh, and um, let's just say, why don't we do the um, five best cities to live in where houses are under $400,000 right now? Let's get it out of the way. We made the list. I know. Did you, did you see the list, Kath? I think we're high on the list. And you can't ask. Sean, did you see the list? I know that we're on the list, but I did not see the list. What's your guess? Where do we rank one to five? I think with... I know, so I'm not going to say. Okay, then don't say. Okay. <laughs> oh, that's a wimpy way out. Good job, Sean. <laughs> <laughs> okay, listen, number five. Uh, the five best cities to live in where houses are under $400,000. Number five is Halifax. The uh, average household income is 84000 Really? Average mortgage payment is 1038 People outside the Maritimes rarely consider moving there, but Halifax is 5.9% unemployment rate, and its addition of 1.2% new jobs over the past year make it a decent candidate. And with the average house price at $272,142 in December, it's one of the most affordable major markets in Canada. And Does that surprise you? They have the no. most bars per capita. Do they really? Halifax? Halifax? Yep. Really? My sister, she lived there for uh, a out. lot of years. She went to. Interesting. Uh, she worked at a radio station out there for a long time. 
Loved huh. it. It's a beautiful. It's honestly, it's a beautiful city. I've been there. It's but, I've never I mean, been they have they, their summer only lasts what like two. I months? was going to say you better yeah. like winter if you're oh, going yeah. to the East Coast. Oh my God. Next up, number four. My Windsor. Good, no, oh. my good friends in Montreal, Montreal. Oh, really? Yes, yes, we oui, we. Oui. That's surprising. Mes amis. Yes. Uh, average household income seventy five thousand dollars. Average mortgage payment thirteen hundred and thirty dollars. Now I'm assuming that's monthly. Yes. Um, bi-monthly. Uh, Quebec's largest city has been a job-creating powerhouse lately, accounting for all the net growth in full-time jobs in Canada in 2016. There are 4% more jobs in Montreal today than there were a year ago, and the jobless rate is a rock-bottom 4%. The average house price was a comfortable 351255 in January. Montreal. I, w- I would have thought, I thought way higher. Me in Montreal, too. yeah. Mm-hmm. You think maybe because it's mostly French speaking, it might be down a little bit. Hey, leave us out of this. <laughs> Just saying. Okay, number three. Number Windsor. three. No. <laughs> Ottawa. Ottawa. Oh, yes, oh I'm going to do the rest God. of the show in French now, now for you, Sean. Now that surprises me. I hear it's very expensive to live in Ottawa. That's what I thought, too. Let's see. The average household income, $102,000. The average mortgage payment, fourteen ninety-two. Ottawa has benefited from um, loser spending under the Liberal government. This I didn't write this, folks. This is a little mail, I think. Uh, don't don't uh, don't message me. Um, Ottawa has benefited from loser spending under the Liberal government, and the number of jobs in the city rose by 3.5 percent over the past year. The jobless rate stands at a very respectable uh, 5.7 percent with the average house price of $394,000. The city just barely fits our criteria, but prices have been growing slowly in recent years. They're up 1.9% over the past 12 months. So there's no need to panic buy in this market. Hmm. So there we go. We're doing the list of five best cities to live in where houses are under $400,000. Number two, Windsor. Windsor. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Look at you guys guessing right. Knew it. (laughs) The average household income in Windsor is $76,260,000. The average mortgage payment, get this, (laughs) $825, folks. Is it really? Yes. The city across the river from Detroit struggled through some hard times in the wake of the Great Recession, but that seems to be behind it now. Employment in the city jumped by 3.8% over the past year, and its jobless rate dropped to 5.4%. Down from 8.9% just a year earlier. That's How cool awesome. is that? What's more, it has some of the lowest uh, home prices of any mid-city sized, uh, of en- any mid-sized city in Canada. Even with prices up 9.2% in a year, homes in Windsor-Essex County average $217,926 in December. Practically free. By Toronto and Vancouver standards. <laughs> <laughs> so come to Windsor, everybody. Come to Windsor, everybody. So, number one, the number one city uh, of the five best cities to live in where houses are under $400,000. What's your guess? Any guesses? That's a very tough question to answer because there's lots That's of cities. A very tough question. Brantford, Ontario. Oh. Huh. Brantford, Ontario. The average household income, $73,082. Windsor was seventy six thousand. The average mortgage payment, get this. So Windsor's average uh, household income was seventy six thousand, with the average mortgage payment of eight hundred twenty five dollars. Mm-hmm. In uh, Brantford, the average household income is seventy three thousand, with the average mortgage payment fourteen sixty four. Brantford is another city that struggled in the wake of the Great Recession, and is now recovering impressively. The southern Ontario city, on the distant fringes of the Greater Toronto Region, 
grew its number of jobs by a stunning 10.3% in the past year, pushing the jobless rate down to 4.7%. The sort of jobless rates Alberta used, uh, used to enjoy before the oil crash. Yeah. The average price of a home in the city was $386,716 in January. But if you want in, you may need to hurry. The average house price jumped by 20.9% over the past year. 20%. As greater Toronto residents move out, uh, move even farther out in search of affordable housing. So houses under $400,000 may not last long there if trends keep up. On the other hand, uh, if the Bank of Montreal is right, this is the Bank of Montreal um, uh, stat, stat. Um, in, in its diagnosis of housing bubble in the area, there may, be, uh, may yet be affordable homes in the region in the years to come. Wow. 20%. We thought we were doing good. I'm telling you. Crazy. Those are great Crazy. stats. That was really interesting, interesting isn't it? Yeah. So Windsor number two in the five best cities to live in where houses are under $400,000. But clearly we are the most affordable. No, it's, go- it's going away how affordable we are. Yeah, but we're an still, we're still the most affordable. The next closest is what, $1,400? Yeah. yeah. I mean, come on. Yep. Oh, yeah. It's, yeah, it's going away as in, yeah, I thought you meant like it's going away like we're, we're losing it. But no, we're, we're far from yeah. the most affordable. We're running away with the title. We're running with the title. Yeah. We should be number and, one. Uh, and we have longer summers here. Yep. Yes. <clears throat> the best. Mm-hmm. Yep. And we have the Dan Gemma's team here. The Dan Gemma's team is so, here. How do you, come you on, can't go wrong. Come to Windsor. You can't go wrong. Let's take a break. When we come back, let's talk about multiple offers um, and, uh, yeah, and how to handle them. Okay. Lots more to come right here on the Dan Gemma's Real Estate Show. Is it time to buy that income property? Or maybe even that cottage? The Dan Gemmis Real Estate Show is here to help make those decisions. Welcome back to the show. Here's Dan Gemmis, your host and broker owner of the Dan Gemmis Real Estate Team. Welcome back to the show. Kathy Talbot, Sean LeBlanc, sales reps with the Dan Gemmis Team in studio with me today. And uh, yeah, let's talk about multiple offers. We're, we're, still, we're still seeing them. Still We're still seeing them in the marketplace, aren't very we? Very much, very much. Um, and what is the best? So you guys are out there dealing with it every single day. What is the best way to handle a multiple offer? So you've got, you know, first-time buyers, or you have pe- people that have bought houses in the past, um, and they fall in love with the house, and it's in multiple offers. What do we do? So you're talking about the buyer's perspective yes. now. Run. Let's tell a buyer's perspective first. <laughs> yeah. Oh, run. Nice, guys. Very nice. Yeah, run. <laughs> Well, you no. got to be on top of your game. That's what yes. you you have to be prepared. Uh, as soon as you go out and look at houses, you have to realize that you just might be competing for that house. So you can't take three days to figure out what you no. want to do, right? That's one. That's thing one that of the things. Years ago, right when we yes. when you and I were selling, Kath, you know, you'd, you'd have a bull. Sean, you've been in ten years too. Uh, when we were selling houses back then, you know, a buyer would fall in love with the house. You know, I'm gonna sleep on it. Not a problem. Sleep on it. Yep. Make a decision. No, oh, not, not today's market. Are, is there going to be another listing that comes up? I yeah. Mean, like, listen, there's always going to be another listing. The grass listing. is always greener. Yes. But yeah. now, yeah, you literally have one to one to five days, we tell people now, where, and, and some people get offended if they see, oh, they're holding off offers until yes. this date. And I tell people all the time, I said, well, that could be a great thing for us because now we have an opportunity to get through. And now we we know the date where these offers are going to happen, so we have time to make a decision. So uh, in a lot of ways, it's beneficial that that people are are holding these offers off because there's not one buyer that doesn't come out and say, "Oh, I'm so frustrated. We tried to see this house and it already has offers on it." So yeah. now at least the market is is evolving to the point where people are actually getting an opportunity. 
Yes. And it's not every house that is, you know, 20, 30, 40, 50,000 over asking no, price. No, not at all. I think that's no, a, no. The, you know, no. unfortunately. It's getting those a lot are, of news. That's, that's yeah, just it, right? That, that's, that's what yes. does generate news, right? Yes. And, it, you know, it gives a a perception that things are, are crazy and, you know, I'm going to be in multiple offers with a lot of people, but I mean, we see the sales every day yep. and not every house is astronomically above list price. No. And believe it or not, there Some are still, still yep. there are still yep. houses that come up every day where they're under. But what, what we try to tell people is there's things we can do to give you an edge when we go into a multiple offer situation. Some examples. So, okay. So the biggest thing uh, for, for me really is there's, there's three main things we can focus on. So number one is the price, obviously. So we want to be competitive with the, the, the number that we go in with. Uh, number two is the closing date. Every mm-hmm. seller has an ideal closing date that they want to get in on. So mm-hmm. obviously it makes sense that we contact the seller and we find out what that date is. And if we can, if we can make it, then we can make it. Sure. And number three, obviously. Or leave your date blank. I was just going to say that a lot yes. of times yep. we, if you have that Yeah, if you have option, that flexibility. Yeah, leave yeah, it blank. Absolutely. Leave it blank. Let the seller uh, fill it in. Yep. yep. And then number three is, is conditions. Mm-hmm. Uh, now conditions, the, the most common, obviously financing and Home inspection. And insurance, yeah. So, yeah, insurance is yeah. a big one too now, yeah. especially yeah. with, you know, older wiring and yeah. things coming up. You want to make sure that the property is is able to get insurance. Mm-hmm. But when we're looking at uh, multiple offers, those are the factors that we look at. And obviously, price is very important. Obviously, closing day is very important. But when we're weighing the difference between accepting an offer and not accepting an offer... If something has conditions and something has no conditions, then obviously we we then come back to price second after that. Because yes. obviously when people say a cash offer, this comes up in our business all the time, a cash offer is essentially no conditions. So right. if Mr. and Mrs. Seller signed this deal, it's done. The yep, house, house is sold. Is sold. Yep. We put the sold sign up, that's second. Yeah. So if an offer is conditional, now Mr. and Mr. Seller have to wait in order for things to get done, you know, things could happen. Financing could not happen. There's no crystal ball. Like if somebody's sitting in front of me and they say, you know, my people are pre-approved that it's not going to be a problem. I don't know how many times where mm-hmm. there has been a problem or, yep. or a hiccup. Yep. We, we yep. really, we really just don't know. So yep. cash is king in our business. So we know it's a, it's a sure thing. If somebody signs it, you're, you're sold, but there's, I mean, there's other tricks like we, we like to write uh, a personal letter from the, yeah. the buyer to the seller. That, yeah. yep. I had, uh, there was one, I don't know if it was our office, it was going around where um, this guy had his son write a letter. My mommy and daddy yes. will yes, love yes, to yes. have this house. Yep. It was like in crayon and a picture. I was like, oh was my God, awesome. that, that is really, really, really good. But yeah, <clears throat> I mean, for, for us and our team, the big thing is, being there in person for our for our I, clients. That's yes. the big one. You know, we're there fighting in the room with with uh, with the seller trying to get our offer put through and and how often does that make a difference? It makes a difference when we're there face to face. Makes a um, big difference. You know, it's so to and there are some in the industry that don't. They just email or fax the offer in. Um, you know. Yeah, we, we're if, stuck in a you want to pick it up after this? Yeah, we have 30 seconds. We're going to just we're going to take a break. Let's let's keep on this topic when we come back. And let's also talk about uh handling multiples from a seller standpoint. Mm-hmm. That's that's another big one as yeah, well that we can talk time. about too. Um you know, if there's anything that's beneficial right now in this market is is multiples for uh, for a seller, right? It'll drive up their price um and uh and speed uh, speed up their sale. So let's talk about that when we come back right here on the Dan Jemis Real Estate Show. So we are not alone. I'm going 
You're in the right place for the best real estate advice in Windsor, Essex. It's the Dan Jemis Real Estate Show. Back to the show with your host and broker owner of the Dan Jemis Real Estate Team. Okay, welcome back to the show, 7.33 this uh, Sunday morning. Uh, Kathy Talbot, Sean LeBlanc in studio with me today, sales reps with the Dan Gemma's team. We're talking about multiple offers and how best to handle them. Uh, and we've discussed, uh, you know, multiples from a buyer's standpoint at this point. Let's talk a little bit about how to handle multiples as a seller. Who wants to start? Anybody? Crickets. Well, I think, Crickets. I, I think what sellers are doing to get multiple offers is holding off offers. That's... That's the key. Yes. That m- almost all sellers are doing now. Yeah. When it first started, we were all like, "Huh?" Well, the, the realtors are, are, yeah, the ones doing it, but they're suggesting it to their sellers, right? So, but you're absolutely right. And, yes, and the, but and, now it's caught on like crazy. Which makes sense because at first, you know, when this market started switching, Toronto and Vancouver have seen this for a long time. This market, it was yes. the norm for years. It was the norm. Um, and I'll never forget going to, to you know seminars out uh, Toronto way, and they would talk about you know how they handle. 30 realtors lined up for, you know, with offers for a condo. Yes. And I'd be like, what? I said, we typically multiples, we'll see two offers, three offers. And, you know, this, since last year, we started seeing the opposite here. We started seeing, you know, five, 10 people, sometimes 20 uh, on a house. And it's not every house, like Sean says. People, the news has made it out to be a big thing. Don't get me wrong. The market is hot right now. But, you know, we're seeing more listings hitting now, which is a good thing. Uh, we're about to hit the spring market, which is a good thing. So, you know, uh, you know, January saw uh, uh, quite an increase in, in listings. Um, I'm anxious to see what, what February shows and, uh, you know, we're about to go into the spring market, which is a good thing. So great thing. Yeah. Um, but when Kath refers to holding off offers, so basically, you know, in the past an offer would come in, you'd book a thing that night with the sellers to go present the offer and look at the offer and go from there. Well, now, because there are lots of buyers in the market, realtors are suggesting that we, you know, we're, we're suggesting that we hold off offers on your listing. So, yes, we list your house on a Monday, but you know what? We're going to hold off offers till Thursday or Friday or till whatever day to allow time for people to get in and see it, um, you know, which causes, you know, multiple offers and which drives up your up, drives up price. Yeah. And... I tell my sellers, make your house as accessible as possible. Yes. Because if you're in a good area and you're priced well, you are going to get a lot of showings. And if you say, oh, they can only come between four and six or they can't come before nine or whatever. Uh, I was just talking to a realtor the other day and she told me that her seller literally went to stay at her mother's for four days so that the house was just completely available. Automatic, if you requested a showing, yep. it was automatically go. a yes, go, and they're just going to be a revolving door for four days. That's the way to handle That's it. That's really accessible. There's nothing more painful to us than when a seller says, oh, um, you can only do showings between four and six o'clock on Wednesdays and Fridays. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. Well, there are some circumstances where there you absolutely have to, and I, and we understand yes. that too, you yeah, know, you have because- a life too. But it's yeah, definitely you hurting you. Too. It's definitely hurting you as a but seller. But try. Try to be yes. make your house as accessible as yeah. possible. Yeah, because yeah. it's really only- you know, four to five days. Yes. You know, we're not asking on house, for, yeah. you yeah. know, two, three weeks of, of you getting out of here. You know, just plan yeah. accordingly. Yeah. It's going to be really busy. Try to try to stay out of the house. Yep. And keep it uh, keep it to show as as good as possible too. Yeah, because like, you never know. It could be That's right. You know, I've Someone... had I've had people we we meet them and you know, it's 
I meet him in the morning and offers are going in on that day. And yeah, we got to go in. We have to go right now. Mm-hmm. Yep. And you know, I'm only giving an hour notice or yep. a half hour notice. Yeah. And if we, if we get through or we're able to get through, that's potentially one more offer. That's right. So yes. one, one more offer on top, you know, the difference between two and five, you know, is so astronomically different. And the difference between five and 10 is, you know, incredible what you, what the, what the numbers could it, end it up all, being. It all depends on the house, right? And we have, you know, we we saw, I saw one this week that uh, was in multiple offers and it still ended up under asking by quite a bit. Really? Right. And so. That's unusual. It all depends. It's unusual, but it, it depends on the house. It happens. Yeah. It depends it on the house. It depends you on know, what's priced at. It depends how it's priced and depends on, on, you know, how it shows and. Well, the buyers are going to, the buyers are going to set the price. And the buyers are going to set the price. And that's how we always, you know, that's, that's the point we always make as well. Right. And, uh, you know, market value is what a willing buyer and a willing seller come together. That's right. At. So that's market value. It's not what a realtor or an appraiser or anyone determines a house to be worth. It's yeah. what a willing buyer and a willing seller are, are selling for. That's right. Yeah, I would agree. You know, but I guess the the the, the tips to take away from, from this segment uh, with multiple offers and sellers is again make your house available. Um, and I, I one of the one of the biggest tips I should say for both buyers and sellers is to have representation, you know, have the best representation in place. Have representation, period. How often are we seeing issues? Um, and we're starting to feel bad for people who are trying to do things privately and they are costing themselves thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars. You know, we've seen situations where we could have got a seller $30,000 more if they had done it properly. Um, that's, that's painful to see for, for someone who's, they're trying to save money, not realizing that, you know, and that's always been the case, uh, with private sales. What people don't realize is oftentimes they would have netted more money had they done it properly. Uh, than than trying to go off on, on their well, own. Well, how many times house. do we see I s- sold my house in one day? Well, at my asking price. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, yeah. I yeah. mean, that's great. If yes. if somebody if I meet somebody and say, okay, do we if, do we want to sell right away? Yeah. Okay, no problem. I can bring one person in. I'll get you a full price offer. Yeah. We're out the door. Yeah. But realistically, if there's one person willing to pay. Your exact price on the first day. There's a problem then, somewhere. You yeah. Know, what 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 would happen if we waited three days mm-hmm. or four days and 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 Got gave it its full marketing there. push and gave yes. it everything. Yeah. You know, gave it our full, our, our Dan Jemis treatment, yeah. right? Our team treatment. It's, it's a whole other world. And same with buyers. It is so sad when uh, we have buyers call us on a listing. You know, if you had a representation, the representation would have s- seen the listing hit the market you know, days before you called us and it wouldn't now be sold from under your feet. So, you know, get in touch with the realtor, do it properly. Um, you know, ask your family and friends for referrals, find out who they're using. You know, it's like any industry. There's some people you, you know, you want to work with and others you, you, you know, you might not want to work with. You might not get the best service out of. Talk to people, you know, find out who they've used, who they've been happy with. Um, that's the best way to and to, to look at in it. interview, we say this interview, all the exactly. time. Yes, you know, you don't have to be stuck with one person. Nope. And I, our team is, you know, we there's no pressure tactics. No, nope. yeah, we talked about it today. We were, I was in a a buyer appointment. They mm-hmm. had another couple of realtors. They wanted to interview. No problem. Yep. You Go know, I was yep. I was the first guy in the door, and yeah. uh, I got a call the next day. They were, you know, ready, willing, and able to, to work with us to, to work with us and yeah. go forward and. 
it uh, it is important because there's there's no uh, not every realtor conducts their business the same way. Right? No, everybody no. has their their own way of doing things, and there's. I'm not going to say there's a right way and a wrong way, but there's there's definitely a better way to yes. to handle things. Yeah, no doubt about that. No doubt about that. So there you go. Um, and again, if you are thinking of uh, of buying or selling, and and you want to chat with someone in the team, by all means, give us a call seven days a week, five one nine five six six fifty five sixty five. You can find everyone's numbers on our website as well, Dan Jemis. Uh, com. Let's talk about um, some emergencies every homeowner should know how to handle. Um, and Sean, you have the list there in front of you as well, right? Yes, I do. Sean is our uh, resident handy guy on the team. Retired, retired, retired handy guy. Retired handy guy. Former handy he, guy. You know, came on the team and didn't have time to, you know, be handy anymore. No longer be a handyman. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> so this one definitely comes up all the time. Uh, we'll go through these quick. Yeah. Uh, a burst pipe. Yes. Yes. So hey, call I know that one. Yeah, yeah call. Call. I just you know went what? through yeah, that. Just yes. And and tell us that's your it's a great example. Do you mind talking about it though, Kath, on the air? Yeah, you don't mind. Um, hope not, because you you will be. Um, but that's a great example. As usual, of, I don't y- have a choice. Exactly, no choice. Yeah, you're on the spot. But talk about your your whole situation, because that's one that could happen to anybody, right? You well, have a crawl space. Yeah, we have a crawl space, yep. and the pipe underneath was leaking, and we had no idea that yeah. it was leaking, right? Um, and it ended up. Uh, wrecking our furnace. But wait, you get to the fun stuff. So for days, yeah, we want to hear somebody somebody in the house heard something, I think. Yes, I thought that I could hear some kind of a a soft noise in the background. Yeah. I couldn't figure out what it was. I thought it was the fan on the furnace because our furnace is a little bit older. Yeah. And I thought the fan was acting up. And I said to my husband, I just, you you know the sounds in your own house. You just do. And I thought something sounded different. And anyways, he thought it was that too, so we never thought any more of it. And a few days later... Four months go by. <laughs> I'm telling you, I there's something, I hear something. I know I hear something. I, And believe it or not, when you walk down the hallway to our bedroom, there was a cold spot on the floor. Okay. And I thought, what in the heck? Why is the floor only cold in this spot? It's just the strangest thing. So I told him that too. So finally, <laughs> after like six eight months days later, of this, yeah. he decides to go under the crawl space and check. Yep, a pipe had burst. Water was Spring gushing everywhere. out. It had gone all into the furnace. So that was the noise you were hearing. Was the water gushing? That was the noise I was hearing. Yep. For days. Yes. Oh, did you get your water bill? No, not yet. Uh. <laughs> I'll be coming to you for a loan, Dan. Yeah. <laughs> or maybe I'll go to Sean for a loan. Oh, I've gone to boy. you before. Yes. I'm, I'm <laughs> you keep out. saying no, yeah. so I have to go to somebody else. <laughs> anyway, uh, so there was a perfect example that, yes. you know, there was nothing like we we have a friend who's a plumber. So he came out on a Sunday and fixed it. Like as soon as we found it, he came out and fixed it. So that was good. But. The damage was done by then. So if water's gushing, <laughs> run to your shut off and shut off the water. The main shut off. The main shut off. That's what everybody should know is where your I main just, shut off is. I was going to say, how many people, you know, I was talking to people this past weekend. Um, I said, you guys know where your shut off is, right? Your main shut off? And the oh, wife, I'm sure the wife said, no. I'm sure a lot of people don't. I said, yeah. find out, you know. So I said, Brandon, tell your wife where the, where the shut off is because it's important, you know. Yeah, you have to. You, it's the only thing that that'll stop it. There's so yes. much pressure in that in yeah. that pipe that a, a little pinhole. Yeah, uh, I think it probably started out as a little 
sound. Oh, yeah. yeah. And mm-hmm. that's why I wasn't sure what it was. But mm-hmm. we used to live in an old farmhouse, and the shutoff was in the crawl space. Oh. And the crawl space was only like about six inches high. Yes. No, it's a little more than that. <laughs> but honest to God. And my husband was on the road, and I called him, and I said, I can hear water. And I knew it was water at that point. <laughs> well, you have to go under the house and shut it off. Nope. I am not going under that house. I don't care if a tornado is coming. I'm not going under that house. So I had to call my brother. My brother came over, crawled under the house, cut the shut the water off. Oh, jeez. Oh, What's and, next on the list? Oh, sorry. Go oh, ahead. I'm sorry. No. Okay. Uh, yeah, we've got a, a blackout. I don't know how many. I, I mean, I don't I don't know where candles are. We don't have I have a really? flashlight on my phone now. So yeah. if there's a blackout, I don't. Uh, oh, we have stuff all set up for that. Oh, see, I. We have candles. We have flashlights. Canned goods. I'm, I'm an old farmhouse girl person. I got that ready. Gas leak is next. Oh. Is it? Yes. Yes, gas leak. <laughs> uh, but the big thing now, all mandatory houses have carbon monoxide detectors, yes. so yes. We're, we're, we're very much protected. But that's new houses. Well, new houses, yes. Yeah. So every existing house, it's mandatory now. That I mean, it's it's they're trying to get into well, every yeah. house, but yeah, you should absolutely carbon monoxide detector one, yeah. on every single floor. Yep. Um, it's very important. Uh, after that, we've got a basement flood. Huh. What do you do if your basement starts flooding? Most people call the uh, insurance company. They will panic. Yeah, they will absolutely panic, yeah. panic. And in some cases, swim. There's absolutely nothing you can just do. Keep some, swimming. The, just the, keep swimming. You know, if you don't have a sump pump, you yeah. basically just have to wait for the water to to yeah. either recede into yeah. your main drain. Yeah. Or you know you can Start put peeling. you can put a pump with a hose and run it out. But seen that. Like I said, um, preventative things. Uh, make sure you have a sump pump. Make sure your sump pump pumps outside and yes. not into your uh, your main waste drain. Yes. Which comes up all the time yep. now. So yeah, there's definitely uh, there's definitely some things. Uh, and then call Doobie's Home Center in Amherstburg to change your floor. Yeah. So this next yeah. one, this is something I'm battling with right now. We uh, it's very windy in our neighborhood. Is yes. roof damage? So yes. uh, shingles being peeled off. Yeah. If you don't catch it quick enough, then obviously rainwater can get in through the roof. And then once it hits the roof, it hits insulation. Mm-hmm. Once it hits insulation, it hits much more expensive fix. Yeah. And most people don't realize it until the drywall gets wet. And then by the time the drywall gets wet, there's literally so much that's happened in between there. So it's not a bad idea. Have your wife go up on the roof at least once a month and yes. make sure everything's okay. I can see Tanya up there. Or walk around the yard looking for a loose shingle. <laughs> yes. Yeah, that That, that might be your first oh, clue. Yeah. Furnace uh, malfunction. Furnace malfunction. So, okay, th- we're going to simplify this. If your furnace is not working, I would say the most common thing is not changing your furnace filter quick enough yes, um, the a home one. inspector we use martin uh, geslovsky yep. first class home inspections yep. he put a picture of uh, a filter that I hadn't been it. changed in probably 10 years oh, and it was wow. literally just caked with so what what it's simple synopsis on a furnace is there's uh air that gets sucked out of the house and then it gets pushed back into the house so it's this constant cycle of air so what people don't realize is the furnace filter is trapping all the dirt that gets sucked out of the house so if we don't change that filter the the airflow gets restricted the furnace starts to starts to choke and i mean how good can you breathe with uh two hands wrapped around your throat yeah not very good Jeez, what do we got locked out yes locked out so this was great in my you know my parents house um i knew how to break into the house so there was always a window that you could get into or a door that you could jimmy open. Uh, obviously, that's not the case right now. So, you know, hiding a key or yep. keeping yes. a, an extra key in your car or um, the new locks, right? You can punch in a code to get back into the house. So there's all kinds of options if you if you get locked out. Don't uh, put the key under the mat. 
Yeah, they definitely buy. Definitely don't do the Kia. But every house, um, well, new houses now, right? If you have a garage, yes, the, the, the kids, the thing. kids have a garage yeah. code. They don't, yeah, yeah. they don't have a key, which is bad because I guess if the you know garage doesn't open for some reason, my yes, kids are locked out of the house. Yeah, but that's why we built a treehouse just in case. Last but not least, kitchen fire. So uh, I don't I, like. I was raised on baking soda. If there's mm-hmm. a kitchen fire, you throw baking soda on it. It's just one of those things that get burned. No pun intended. Into your brain. Yep. But uh, yeah, the baking soda is above the stove. It's the f- the first thing you see. But yeah, we you definitely don't want to throw a, a kitchen towel over it and try and smother it. Uh, yeah, baking soda. It's going to be a brutal mess after, but it's going to uh, save you, you know, way, Lots way, way of... down the road. We don't I wonder have... how many people have fire extinguishers in their house and know how to use them. I would say uh, the majority of people have them, but I would say they do not know how to use them. And if they if they have them, how many are uh, Up to have lost their and... charge? Yes, yep. I know. Yep. I don't think most people have them. I don't think so. All the houses we see, I never see fire no. extinguishers. Yeah. Or they're in a spot where they're not it's easily, not easily accessible. accessible. Yep. Okay, that's a good good topic there. Let's take a break. When we come back, we're going to talk about the Dan Jemis uh, Real Estate Team presenting Country at Heart, our charity event happening April 22nd. We'll talk about that really quick. Uh, and tickets going on sale March uh, 6th, Monday, March 6th. Okay, lots more to come right here on the Dan Jemis Real Estate Show. Welcome back to the Dan Jemis Real Estate Show. For more details on today's guests and show topics, or to listen to past shows, visit the Dan Jemis Real Estate Team website at danjemis.com. Welcome back to the show. Kathy is leaving, apparently. She's looking at, we're looking at the Weather Channel, and uh, yeah, up and down, up and down, up and down. Spring, oh, yeah. winter. Spring, spring, winter, spring, winter. Spring, winter. Uh, okay. Just on our toes. The Dan Jemis Real Estate Team presents Country at Heart. Mm-hmm. It is our um, our event, our charity event. It's taking over for our, our charity yard sale we have every year. You know what? I was looking at the numbers, Kath. The last three years, we raised over $25,000 Not with great. That yard it got sale. better every year. Unbelievable, isn't it? Um, but this year, we are throwing a big country bash mm-hmm. at Sprucewood Winery, uh, April 22nd. Uh, the funds, uh, all money raised, going to uh, the ICU department at uh, Windsor Met, at Windsor Regional Hospital, I should say, Met and Olette. Um, and so we're very excited about that. Uh, and people are asking, what is this event? Um, you know, is it... So it's basically our take on a gala, but we don't need you getting dressed up. Work, I'm going in jeans, some boots, mm-hmm. and uh, there's a... I'm, I'm hoping to have pants on. Hoping to have pants on, there you we're go. We're hoping you have some, pants uh, on, John. <laughs> Maybe just boots. Some boots. Um, and a hat. And a hat. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. And a belt. And a bandana. And a bandana. Ooh, that's a good okay, idea. This is getting too. Uh, and so uh, there's a, a massive, It's they're going to be serving uh, chicken and ribs. Mm-hmm. And there's a 22 foot barbecue uh, grill coming from out of town. And, you know, it's going to be a nice, relaxed event. Just yeah. fun. Music. Just fun, yeah. yeah. yeah the just focus a good is, time. is just fun and not raise money for about, charity. You know, expensive dresses and nope. tuxedos and nope. ties. Finally, I can not have to wear a tie, yes. which is nice. It'll be fun. I see where your ties are, Sean. Yeah. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> um, so uh, the tickets are going on sale March 6th. Mm-hmm. So in basically just over a week on the Monday, uh, a week from tomorrow. March 6th, tickets go on sale to the uh, to the public there, and uh, $85 a person. So we wanted to keep it, you know, the cost a bit lower than your typical galas, your $125, $150 tickets. Uh, so ours are just $85 per ticket. Uh, it includes your food, includes the entertainment. Um, there's 
um, a s'mores bar, mm-hmm. a candy table, um, a P- baked potato, potato bar. bar. Yep. Oh, yeah. It's going to be a real fun, Yum. you know, event. Nice, nice, uh, nice, good, relaxed time. Dan so. will be at the the candy bar. I'll be at the candy bar all night. That's where you'll if you want, find him. If you want him, to find true. me, it's at the candy bar. <laughs> I have a little bit of a sweet tooth. What can I say? People keep bringing candy and it cookies last. to the office. It, they do not No, last. in our office, they're, no. It's, it doesn't last very long. But uh, yeah, so that's that'll be fun. It'll be a good time. We're excited for it. This year, we're expecting tickets to sell out in a day or two. On March sixth. Yeah, because we've got a lot of people already asking. We have uh, yeah. a lot of people already asking. It's it's going to be pretty cool, and so <laughs> we've already started planning next year's event. It's going to be our, our new annual event. Yes. So it's uh, it's going to be fun. Yeah. Ashley Lynn and the Spurs as the uh, live music. The yep yeah, is the well. There's um uh yeah the, there are our our band at night, so there'll be a big party throwing uh, with them, but it'll be fun. We have other other entertainment uh, earlier in the day as well. So lots of information. You can find more info at countryatheart.ca. Uh, that website will be up uh, this week. It's up now. You can find a little bit of info there now. There'll be a Facebook page as well. That's all going to be happening in the next couple of days. So lots of information to come and uh, looking forward to partying with uh, with everybody. Mm-hmm. It'll be a good time. Okay. So lots more information to come as well on that. And uh, we'll, we'll be talking about it next week's show as well, right before tickets go on sale. Okay. Let's come back and wrap up the show right after this right here on the Dan Jemis Real Estate Show. For real estate service you can count on, call the Dan Jemis Real Estate Team. For real estate advice you can trust, you listen to the Dan Jemis Real Estate Show. Here's your host, Dan Jemis. Okay, welcome back to the show. Thanks for tuning in today. If you are thinking of buying or selling you know, Sean would love to see you. Kathy would love to see you. Sue, Court, the whole gang would love to see you. Andrew, mm-hmm. Joyce would love to talk to you. Lisa, going on. Everybody. Me, Nick. I was going to say, you didn't you. mention you, Dan. I know. <laughs> I like to give, you know, credit where credit is due. And, oh, okay. You know, it's not about me. Yeah, just the signs and... Just the, the... I'm just sick of seeing my face and hearing my name. It's about you guys now. Okay, let's change it. We're going to change the team The name? Kathy Talbot real estate team. Let's I do like it. it. If you're thinking of buying Thank or selling, Dan Gemma's team would love Sean. Sean's the newest guy on the team, so he's got to wait a little bit. We'll, we'll change it when we get sick of everything okay, else. Okay, he's the newest guy on the team, and he comes up with an idea that I didn't agree with, and you said, Listen, that's too bad, Kathy. We're doing it. It's a good idea. <laughs> okay. <laughs> if you are thinking of buying or selling, the Dan Gemma's team would love to help. You can have us argue live at your table. How awesome would that be? Give us we a, should go uh, as a group one yes, day. That would be fun. Would, uh, we will. You can give us a call seven days a week, 519-566-5565, or find us online, dangemis.com. Have a great day, guys. Have a great day. Enjoy. See you next Sunday. You've been listening to the Dan Jemis Real Estate Show. If you've thought about selling or buying a home in the future, the Dan Jemis Real Estate team would love to help. Visit the team's website at danjemis.com or call the office seven days a week, 519-566-5565.